One, are you even aware of all of the things surrounding the pursuit you're about to get into? And two, are you still willing, do you still want to go after that thing knowing all of those other things that you have to do to get it? If you're a person who's heard the word no from a boss, an ex, a team that cut you, a job market that didn't want you, an accident or diagnosis that left you debilitated and depressed, or felt paralyzed by any setback that you just weren't willing to accept, this is the show for you. Because it'll teach you what my dad always taught me, that failure is just opportunity in disguise. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. Welcome back to 10,000 No's. Thank you for being here. As always, today I've got a solo episode for you. Uh, before we get right into it, a little bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping? Yeah, that's what they call it. Um, just remember, I won't go into it crazy, but uh, you know, iTunes reviews, if you can leave them, awesome. Uh, the Amazon Influencer Program, I'm going to start talking about that. It's just, if you can go to amazon.com slash shop slash Maddie Dell, and I'll put that in the show notes. Um, what happens is if you go there as your homepage, anytime you are shopping on Amazon um, and then go from there. One, you can see lists that I have for things like the podcast set up and I'm, I'm still adding to it and I'll be adding to it forever. Um, household stuff, fitness stuff, whatever else, um, acting books, just books in general. Um, but if you, so you can get my suggestions and, and get to things, but also if you go there, anytime you shop on Amazon, there's like some, it's tiny, but there's some kind of kickback that comes my way, I guess, as, a, as an affiliate. It's like I'm, you know, helping you shop. So that's how it works. Just full disclosure. And if you do that, that's a way to help the show. So totally appreciate it. If you don't, you know, I think we already were doing it for our kids. It was like Amazon smile and it goes towards our, our kids school. So if you're already into something like that, totally get it. Keep doing that. Um, but if you're not, and you're just on Amazon shopping and spending gazillion dollars, this will not change your bottom line, but it'll actually put like a couple of, uh, a couple of cents into our pockets that could go toward the show. So I mentioned that, uh, 10,000nos.com hats and t-shirts now available, uh, uh, eventually more stuff coming to the store, but uh, go check that out. Um, hopefully, God, I, I hope that that's up and running by the time you're listening to this. And and today I've got, a, um, I, I think, kind of a fun little solo topic that started as a a, a total joke by me on a text chain with my buddies that I surf with and we, we bring our kids out every Sunday morning and... Um, is actually founded. We call it Sunday Morning Surf Club. And my buddy, Ollie Dunn, who was a guest of 10,000 Knows, uh, episode 21, he is a, uh, a golf pro here in Los Angeles. He teaches. He also played baseball in college. And that's a great conversation. If you want to go, if you're a dad and you have kids playing sports, actually, that's a really cool conversation to go here. So check that out. I'll put it in the show notes. Anyway, Ollie started the Sunday morning surf club. It's been the last couple of years and I've been like, you know, in, but not fully, fully, fully committed really. And about a month ago, I just like, I'm pretty terrible, honestly, pretty terrible. And about a month ago, I was like, this is, you know what? I don't need to be terrible. I'm going to get good at surfing. And I told Ollie, I go, by the end of this year, by December, 
I'm not going to be Kelly Slater, but I'm not going to be terrible. Um, and I just put it in my mind. And anyway, one of the things that I've done since then, not only did I, uh, you know, go every week, uh, made it a priority to go, but then also uh, my son and I were going with another friend of mine and his son uh, on Saturday. So it's been two days a week, definitely have gotten better. And then also, this is what the, the episode is about. I've done all these these systems around surfing, and I'll explain it. So the text I sent to the guys yesterday, I had just put up this. Um, I went to the store, like I don't know where, or maybe I went on Amazon, and I did. Uh, I got like a surf rack to put my boards on the side of my house, and um, and I just I put that up, and the and I sent a picture to it, and I said something like, you know. A man can't call himself a surfer until he stores his own boards. And and it was really a reference to the last couple of years. I have just kept my board down at Ollie's house. He lives near the beach where I used to live. And that's where that's like a home base for the surf club. And, you know, and now for the last month, I've said, oh, you know what? I'm going to take the boards back, my board and my son's board, uh, so I can go elsewhere during the week or other days of the week. I'm not just tied to his house and Sunday Morning Surf Club. Now, it was kind of just a joke amongst us. And after I sent it, then I had another joke. I was like, oh, that'll be episode 113 or whatever it is. And I was kind of just completely joking. And then I thought, you know, this is a really simple concept. I know we've covered it a bazillion ways, but I thought maybe in this kind of nonchalant way, it could, this concept could drop for all of you listening. Cause it's kind of so simple and it's, you know, it's just so mundane the way it came about, but I actually really believe that it was a man can't call himself a surfer until he stores his own board. And the metaphor there is, you know, if I look at how I approached Surf Club, and it's very funny to me that I'm dissecting Surf Club right now for you guys, but but I really think it applies. If, if I look at how I did, I kind of was like skating along, you know, benefiting from Surf Club, but not really committed to it and not doing anything beyond just showing up. And, and even that wasn't totally consistent. And the results were, I didn't really get better. And then some of the other guys, Ali included, who is like the founding guy, you know, he's the one who wanted to bring it all together. He's gotten a lot better and he serves other times during the week and he goes with his son and his son's gotten really into it. Anyway, Ali has really been into it and he's improved. And I thought, huh, what lesson is there in this little scenario? All of a sudden, I, I made a commitment. I said, I'm, I'm going to get better. And that's the pleasure and pain thing. Like Tony Robbins talks about that. There is, every decision is made on pleasure versus pain. And for me, in this situation, the pain of being terrible at surfing started to outweigh the pleasure. And I made a decision that, okay, I'm going to do more to make myself better so that I enjoy it. And one of those things beyond just showing up was something like, 
uh, you know, getting straps. Like I talked to one of the other dads in, in the thing and I saw his, you know, he carries his boards on his car and I was like, ah, I got a Jeep. I don't know. Am I going to go get like a, you know, really expensive rack for this? What can I do? And I started looking and it was these straps that were like 20 bucks at O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know? Oh, I could put those on the Amazon store. Um, so th- there were straps and you just strap the the surfboards to the top of the Jeep and it's boom, it's done. But that made it a lot easier. Now I can prepare the car before we go. You can fit more people in the car. That's one thing. The boards on the side of the house, it was kind of a mess with all this stuff there. Now they're in, in racks. Uh, I put up a clothesline to put, cause you can't put your wetsuit in the direct, the direct sunlight. So I have it on the side of the house and I have like a clothesline for it. All of these little things that probably annoy the crap out of my wife that I'm doing these things. They're like, I, you know, I just let I'm a little bit of a fixer upper and I kind of dig this stuff. I, I do think, you know, I kind of think while I'm doing these little chores around the house, I like to build a little bit, but they're not just frivolous. They actually help the whole cause. Cause what they do is they make it, they remove resistance from going surfing. If you have all of these systems in place so that boom, when you need the wetsuit, it's done. It's here. It's, you know, you want to get the boards on boom, it's there. All of these things. And it, it seems so crazy, you know, to talk about this on a podcast episode, but where does that apply for you? If you are listening and as a lot of people have emailed in and you're thinking like, I want to write a book, right? But there's resistance to writing a book. There's resistance to doing the work and sitting down. You want to get in shape. I mean, that's a huge one for everybody. You want to get in shape, but it's a pain to wake up every morning and go, right? So then you go and you do the Craig Ballantyne thing, who I another one of my guests who's a buddy who really helped my morning routine by, you know, laying out my gym clothes the night before, having everything all ready so that when the alarm goes off, bing, you get up, it's all there. There's no thought. And before you know it, you're at the gym and you're going and you're in go mode because it's the resistance around things that hangs us up more than most people realize. It's it's not even the thing itself. It's setting yourself up to do that thing. So the surfboards on the side of the house, you know, it's one of those things. I think it's a guy thing. Honestly, it might be a guy thing. I am so, so I, I told one of the other guys, Pete, I said, Oh, check out the straps. You know, I got the straps now I'm, I'm in business. And he goes, Oh yeah, come over here. And he shows me in his car, he's got this rectangular, um, like case and in it, he's got his, his board wax and he's got the keys for his fins and he's got this lock that he could put on his car to put his car key in it. And 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 I'm laughing because guys are into, for me, it is so satisfying to have everything all lined up and systemized. And and it just, it allows, it, again, it's that that structure versus freedom or discipline versus freedom. It, it's doing all that stuff allows you to be able to go out more and then just be, in this case, on the ocean or uh, whatever it is that you want to be doing for pleasure. But it's hard to go do the pleasure stuff if you don't have the discipline to get everything else lined up. And I know that, you know, surprisingly, what I found out recently is that some of the people that are listening to this show are really impressive people that it kind of blows me away. I think when I created this podcast, I thought it was for more young people that were in the beginning. I was thinking like young actors that are you know, just getting started, that kind of thing. 
and people that are looking for, you know, how do you do this? You know, they, they've not done much yet and they're looking for how do you do this? What I've found is that actually a lot of super high achievers are listening, which is really flattering to me, but also slightly scary because I'm thinking of one of my friends right now who's just, you know, he's just so impressive in every every single area of his life that I'm always like, dude, I don't like hanging out with you because I feel so inferior when I walk away from you because this guy's like got it all dialed in. He knows who he is. He's probably listening now. Hopefully he's smiling as he hears this. I'm not going to call him out though. But, you know, so I get scared talking about these simple things. I mean, this is like basics, especially for someone like that, who's, you know, running a huge company and they're talk about systems. I mean, he's, he's doing this to the nth degree. He doesn't need to hear it from me. On the other hand, maybe even for a guy like that, there's some area of his life, this guy, maybe not, but for most humans, there's some area of their life where they're not doing that. Maybe it's in their marriage, you know, in their relationship, like they're, they're doing all these systems in, in their career. But then when it comes to their wife, they're, they're kind of like winging it or they're, they're not setting themselves up. And I'm, you know, as I'm talking about it, I know my wife is going to listen to this when she's on her jog and she'd be like, you are totally not doing this. Like, you know, how much do I prepare everything and have it totally lined up so that we can then go enjoy like a date night and enjoy, but it, it requires the stuff around it. And so I won't, I won't go on and on and on on this topic. I think the you know sometimes the solos are nice because they're brief. It just gives you a little thing to chew on for the week. But that that's the thing. Any endeavor that you take on, and I've found it with the podcast. I found it with an acting career. I'm about to find it out about a book because I think I've totally thrown myself to the wolves on it, and I'm probably going to get smacked down in the next couple of months. But whatever. Anything you do. When you set out to do it, you're like, oh, yeah, I got it. I know what this is. Like me right now, I'm going, I'm talking to the publisher the other day. We're going over the deal points and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to write this. And it's stuff that I already know. It's going to be fine. Guess what? It's not going to be just about the writing. It's going to be a bunch of other stuff that surrounds writing a book. Just like I say, I don't think I get paid to act. I get paid for all the crap I put up with to be in a position to be available when they call me to act. The actual acting, I mean, I love it. You know, like the fact that you're paying me, I'm like, sweet. But it's the other stuff. It's the years and decades of putting things on hold, of changing vacations around, of, you know, dropping everything to prepare for an audition that you're most likely not going to get. It's that that you're getting paid for. That's being an actor, you know? If you're lucky, you get to the other part, but people don't realize that. So that's what this episode is. Whatever it is that you're doing, use, just think about that metaphor of me surfing, that being on the water and I mean, God forbid, even like taking a wave down the line and actually doing it, which is like so rare for me. I mean that, you know, but just being out on the water, that part beautiful weather, looking and seeing the ocean and the mountains jutting into the ocean, all of that stuff. That's the tip, 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 tip of the iceberg. That's not the thing 
that you, that is going to hang you up. Of course you want to be out on the water. Who wouldn't? But the other the, the part that that determines if you can and if you can do it well is are you willing to wake up early on some Saturdays when you or Sundays when you don't really want to get up because you're like it's just, why am I getting up to go do this thing voluntarily? Or do you want to go, you know, pay to have the storage put on the side of your house or do it yourself like I did or any of that stuff? Do you want to go on, you know, the next steps I have? Do you want to go on Surfline and see where the tides are? I don't know any of that stuff at this point. The question is, one, are you even aware of all of the things surrounding the pursuit you're about to get into? And two, are you still willing do you still want to go after that thing knowing all of those other things that you have to do to get it? Cause you know, what's that thing? I think I've heard uh, Will Smith say everyone wants to be a Marine until they have to die or something like that. Or everyone wants to be a Marine, but nobody wants to die. I mean, I think that fully applies here. Getting in shape, same thing. Someone sees someone who's in really great shape. They're like, ah, you know, I mean, I, I, I see it with my wife all the time. Women are like, oh my God, you're in such good shape. I hate you. Da, da, da. Guess what? She goes and runs like six or seven miles every day. I've known her for like two decades. She's, she's missed, I don't know, like a handful. Literally, I could probably count them on my hand. Like she just loves it and she goes and she's consistent. So that's why she looks like that. It didn't, she just didn't magically wake up one morning and all of a sudden like, boom, there you go. You know, she's in shape. Are you willing to do the stuff surrounding it when when it's not that easy to do? So anyway, I've beaten the dead horse. This is I think you kind of get it. You're probably listening going, yeah, man, we've heard this for like 110 episodes. Why are you doing this as a solo? Whatever. Uh, that's, that's what I'm doing today. I thought it was interesting. Um, thank you so much for, for, uh, joining us. And, um, I love that people are digging these solo episodes. Uh, it gives me a chance to just kind of expand on some stuff and it's kind of fun for me. And, um, we've got some great, uh, really, really great conversations in the can lined up to bring you over the next couple of months. So I'm psyched about that. And, um, let me see. Actually, I just counted, and I believe I've got over 10 awesome interviews in the can for you. So that's a few months worth of material coming your way. And these guests just keep getting more and more impressive. The hard part is now deciding the order in which we'll release them. But I promise we've got some great stuff coming along with some of these solos from me. All right. If you've hung this far, thank you for listening wherever you may be. If you like what you heard today or you dig this show in general, please share it with your friends or on social media. iTunes reviews are great if you're willing to take a few minutes to leave one. Most important, subscribe to 10,000 Knows wherever you listen so you don't miss any episodes when they come out every Friday. I am psyched to finally say confidently that the 10,000 Nose store is up and live. You can order t-shirts, hats. I promise they're good ones. Been getting a lot of compliments when I wear them around town. Uh, that's a great way to support us and get some great swag for yourself or your friends. Also, I mentioned my Amazon influencer page at the top of the episode. It's a work in progress, but... If you're already shopping Amazon and you go through my page, apparently the podcast gets a little cut. So if you want to do that, that's awesome. Uh, both of those links, our store and the influencer page, are in the show notes to make it easy for you to check it out. 
For specific announcements and promo videos of who's next, follow me on social media at Matty Dell on Instagram, at Matthew Del Negro on Twitter, Facebook, and now LinkedIn. You can also email us at info at 10,000nos.com if you want to be added to our mailing list or with questions, feedback, or guest suggestions. Thanks again, and we shall see you next week. 